There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Do you remember the robot trees? We kind of take them now for granted. We walk past them and look at that blasted yoke. Look at it. Look at it sitting there. And people come and say, what's that? (laughs) You don't want to know kind of thing. Do you remember during COVID when the money was being spent on them? We heard about the story. Like, could I have some real trees on Patrick's trees rather than these sort of robot things? And the argument for was made and the argument against was made. Now they've been labelled a colossal waste of energy and water uh, by one of the uh, leading sustainability campaigners in the city, someone we've spoken to before, uh, Jude Sherry. These things cost, Jude, about 380000 to install and get them going. And you say that they're actually using more energy than they were ever designed to save. Morning to you. Hi, PJ. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. You'd say they're very environmentally damaging. Yeah, on both on the operational level, so the amount of energy that they use, they use nearly 5,000 kilowatts an hour of energy over over the 21 months they've been installed. And that's about 1.7 tonnes of carbon they've emitted based on Irish energy systems. So that alone shows that they're, they're emitting more carbon than it, even a real tree would. Right. And then their and then, water use? Yeah, so their water use, um, the original FOI they put out on water use said that they were using 1 million litres. Now, they've, I, I've heard that the um, Cork City Council have said that's a, that was a typo mistake, that they're using 210 kilo, um, or 212,000 litres of water, which is still a huge amount. And it's actually double what an average household uses. And then on the energy level, the energy level is equivalent to what a treat four-bedroom detached house might use in a full year as well. What? So it's a, yeah, it's a colossal amount of energy. It's it's double an average home's water use, and a a, a large uh, detached house energy use for a year. Remind me again what people said was the selling point. What did they tell us was the selling point of these things? So the idea behind them is that they use moss. Um, to clean out fine dust particles. And um, we were told at the start they might also take out nitrogen oxides, but I think they're now saying they don't work for that. And um, so the idea is that they take out small dust particles out of the air. And those small dust, it's good. We need to, we need to make sure we don't have uh, pollutants in the air because they're toxic to us and they lead to long term damage. It's estimated that it, it causes about 1,300 deaths a year 
from uh, air pollution in Ireland. So it's a, it is a colossal issue we've got, especially in our cities. But cleaning the air after you've released the pollutants, some say it's like trying to heat your home with the roof off it, um, especially on big, wide cities like uh, and streets like Patrick Street, there's, that you're, you're trying to clean up after you've released it. So prevention is really better than the cure. So it, if they actually enforce the existing uh, car ban on St. Patrick Street, they would achieve a lot more than these uh, robot trees would. Mm-hmm. At the same time as these robot trees are there and using all this energy that you've outlined to us, they're about to cut down some actual real trees to pave over Bishop Lucy Park. Yeah, they've actually cut them down, some of them already, um, in Bishop Lucy Park. And around the city in general as well, there's been a lot of trees uh, cut down. So you're you're cutting down the viable trees that are absorbing uh, carbon, but trees go beyond just the carbon side of it as well. Tree, real trees offer us many mental health benefits. They offer homes for birds so we can have the sound of birds in our cities and something that we're really lacking in Cork City. They offer wider biodiversity. They offer shade in the in the summer and windbreakers. Um, but they're also a flood relief for the city. So because Cork is built on a marsh, uh, you need to let the water drain into the into the soil. Mm-hmm. And so when you concrete, what they're doing in Bishop Lucy Park is they're going to concrete over a lot of the grass area. And that means that the water will have nowhere to go. So it will contribute to more flooding in the city. So we really need to open up our city uh, spaces to let the let and use trees then to they help absorb a lot of that water. So they reduce I, I, the flood rate. I'm sure the people who are doing the project at Bishop Lucy Park would say to you, well, we are putting in drainage for that precise reason. But that drainage has to go somewhere. It has to go, our drainage system, if you ever walk around Cork when there's a high tide, the water comes up into the drainage system and you could be standing on Oliver Plunkett Street and the water's coming up through the drainage. It's not coming over the walls in the, uh, it's very rarely, it mostly comes up through the drainage. So if the drains are already full and because it's a marsh, you need to manage the water levels of the soil a lot differently than you do of normal uh, other cities that aren't built on marshes. They take a a, a different approach to them. So you believe that these robot trees were in fact, Jude, a colossal waste of taxpayers' money? I think they're a colossal waste of taxpayer money. They're a colossal waste of materials. So they're dead trees that have been chopped down to make them. I think that's a colossal waste. I think the electronics in them are also a colossal waste. So it's it's not just the operational, it's the full life cycle of the, it's where all those materials come from, the environmental impacts associated with them. Every material has a carbon footprint associated with it. So all that has, has issues as well as in the electronics industry, there's a lot of issues around toxicity of uh, raw material extraction and exploitation in the supply chain. Mm. And then also, like the the TV screens on them will estimate in how many five, six, seven years will they survive? The the lifespan of them we don't fully know. And when what happens if they stop working? If you look at inside them, the moss always looks pretty dead inside. So I'm not too sure how effective they are or how often that moss is replaced. So what do we do with them when they when they're broken or if they don't work anymore mm. or if we turn them off? then we have to deal with all that waste as well. Now, people are sitting around them, which shows the need for seated places to sit. Places around real trees might be nicer, wouldn't it? 
I would definitely. I think if we took that money, three hundred days too late now. But if we had taken that money, we would have got a lot more trees and a lot more seats. But it, on a positive note, it definitely shows, as you say, the need for seating in the city. There are always people sitting on them, which is great to see. Yeah. All right. Leave it there, Jude. Thank you, Jude Sherry of Derelict Ireland and the Anish Agency. We talked about the robot trees when they were going up and the amount of money being spent on them and why we could, could we not just actually have some real trees would be kind of nice rather than these big yokes with televisions in them. And there's the proof. They're using as much energy as a family home. 0818 96 96 96. Coming back to the... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cost of living. Sandra, just one minute, I'll be with you. I want to go through some prices here. Uh, we talk then. Um, according to the Irish Independent today, Charlie Weston's done a, a panel on the price of your average sort of staple goods, like a half dozen eggs is 36 cents dearer than it was this time last year. A pound of butter is 68 cents dearer. A loaf of bread, 25. Simple things like tea bags, 18 cents dearer. Cheese, Irish cheese. Irish cheese, our very own cheese, is 161 a kilo dearer than it was this time last year. Full fat milk, 45 cents per two litre tub dearer than it was this time last year. So it's all gone up and we want to see it coming down. People will welcome that. And I was talking earlier on about how the farmers are now complaining. And it's similarly independent. In the independent, there's another piece uh, where Margaret Donnelly writes, consumers have every right to be delighted with the recent price drop. Every little helps, as they say. But it's a fool's paradise in many ways to celebrate cheap food. That's her article on the Irish Independent. Now, Sandra, what would you like to say about this whole thing? Morning. Hi, PJ. Um, No, I'm not a farmer by any means, but um, when you're talking about the farmers bringing down the prices, um, basically is... I think it's the government are the ones that should be bringing down the prices and it's the farmers should be going up because at the end of the day, what it costs a farmer, we'd say, just for a litre of milk. I'm just giving that as an example. Sure. How much do they get for a litre of milk? Sure. Um, when that's broken down, it's actually the government is making more money out of that litre of milk than the farmer. Yeah. But when you look at what did the farmer have to do to make that litre of milk, he used to graze his cows, 
He brings them in, he brings them out into the milking parlour. It's all con- time consuming. They have to fertilise land, which is fertiliser at the moment is like gold dust. Even farmers are putting up CCTV to protect fertiliser. Well, it's something like triple the price it was this time last year. Or yeah, yeah. Pardon? It's something like triple the price it was. Exactly. Like So when you break down what the farmer has to pay out just for milk, and we just say milk alone, between you know his labour, his own time consum- consumption into the work, what he has to put into the land, be it fertiliser or whatever else, um, taking the cows in and out. He has, he has electricity, obviously, for his milking parlour. He has fuel for his tractors. He has to buy the machinery, the repairs of machinery. And it would be the same as maybe a shopkeeper that has to pay tax, insurance, everything on their business, water rates, which the rates are gone now, as we know. But, you know, it's all, they still have to pay all that. Mm. And for what they're getting for that litre of milk that they've worked so hard for, they're still getting nothing back, but the government mm. is getting the higher percentage from that litre of milk, if you understand. I do, I do. It takes, its, it takes so, its cut, yeah. Um, but, like, it's the farmers, like, really, their, their prices, they should be left alone, I think. And I think it's the government should be dropping. Yeah. It should be taken from the government, not the farmer, because at the end of the day, we need our farmers. We need our farmers for our meat and our, you know, our dairy products. Like there is a so valid question that the IFA is raising here, uh, where it says, right, okay, Tesco putting down, and Lidl and Aldi putting down the cost of milk by 10 cents for a two-litre tub of it. And that's all very fine for the consumer, and the consumer will welcome that. But where's that 10 cents going to come from? That's what the farmers are asking. Is it going to come from our already meagre cut? And that's a fair argument. Yeah. Well, I personally think it should be coming from the government because at the end of the day, they're taking enough taxes. And the more they're taking from the farmers at the end of the day, they're not going to want to be farmers anymore. It, the farmers are going to be dis- distinctive yeah. because... Um, they, 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 you know, children of farmers don't even want to go into the farming That's business true. anymore. That's very and true. like we see it there at the moment, our turf. We can't. We don't. We're not allowed to burn our own turf. We have to get it brought in from Lithuanian different countries. You know, it's it's gone ridiculous that it's. We should be saving what we have, yeah. saving our own. You know, why mm. why import what we have? We've a fantastic country. We've fantastic land. Mm. You well, know, if you, if you look at if you look at sugar. Right, the price of anything with sugar in it, Sandra, has gone through the roof in the last twelve months. Biscuits are now an obscene price, and I know they're a luxury item, but they're an obscene price. We had a thriving sugar industry here, and we shut it down, and now we buy stuff that we used to make up the road. That always gets on my goat. Yeah, I I a hundred percent agree with you. It's the same with myself. As I said, the beet factory. Um, we have now the turf. We have a great industry in the turf. What are, what are they going to do with the turf now? Is it going to be left in the bogs to rot? Because what will probably happen for future, people know the turf is there. Our fuel has gone so expensive. People are going to go up and be stealing from the bogs. Do you think you so? Know, it, look, I mean, if people can't afford it and the cost of living is going up, what mm. you know, people are going to just, it's to survive. People are only going to try to survive. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, because, you know, if you can't afford to keep yourself warm, you'll go out and cut a tree down and, you know, throw it into your fire or, you know. Well, with regard to the turf, I remember that argument last you year know? and Eamon Ryan saying, oh, the green agenda, we have to stop burning turf, it's it's dangerous and all that. We, we appreciate it's not the cleanest 
fuel in the it, world. But but like it keeps your house warm. You know, like I've got it. Don't bring me down in, on the road with Eamon Ryan because, you know, he he's kind of contradicting himself, saying we're all supposed to be green, but yet he can get on an, an aeroplane. You know what I mean? Or, <laughs> so I'm not even going to go down that oh, road now with Eamon Ryan. Oh, you know what, Sandra? You're singing off my hymn shit. And I said this when we were when we were reading out the list of where they were all going for St Patrick's Day. He went to China, and I was saying that's a long cycle. I would have said to me, and you know what? My my missus said the very same thing to me. You know what? If he's being authentic about this green agenda of his, why didn't he do that meeting on Zoom? Well, I don't think now he minds going to China because he probably slept the whole way over. <laughs> Go on, we leave it there. Sandra, thank you. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Courts ninety six FM.